Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. This is the Get Up Show. Hey, we're the Get Up Show. It's Sean and Charlie and Maddie, and this is the Simon Says Podcast number 75. Hello. Yeah. Welcome to it. Be sure that you subscribe and like, share with your friends as we're getting ready for the 4th of July. This one is really a party. You know, there's a lot of hype around stuff like New Year's Eve, which generally sucks. 4th of July is a real one. I always have a good time on the 4th. I usually do. I mean, it's summertime. You can be outside. Hopefully somebody's got a pool or having a lake party or something, so... Maybe someone brought a lawn chair to a station event so you could take a nice long nap after pounding two beers. Hey, it was hot. And those were those beers that are food, man. It was those dark beers out in the sunshine. I understand, man. Yeah, that was a highlight of the fun fourth in the past. Yeah, I was there to help and to support up until I went to sleep and slept the whole afternoon. Generally within five minutes of arriving. Hey, party time. I told you I have a good time on the fourth, damn it. So I hope everybody's going to have a safe and fantastic fourth and be sure you're listening all weekend long on Simon for well, the fourth weekend. So for all of our years, we've had to, we've, you know, done the fun fourth festival or we've had some, you know, when you're in radio, you don't get the fun holidays. You have to go work somewhere. Mostly, so we've yeah. always had to do something. So none of us have to work on the fourth of July. What are we going to do? What's everybody doing? I'm going to be with family, uh, sleeping in a chair. Uh, <laughs> Pounding beers. I think I'm going to a friend's house. I think they're having a cookout. You sound real committed to it. He ain't going nowhere. He, I'm still on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> we have a big, fun lake party to go to on Saturday the 3rd. Now, I'm not exactly sure what's happening on the actual 4th of July, but we'll be at High Rock Lake. Right on. Hanging out in the sunshine, swimming and stuffs. The words that gross people out. The most. There's actually a word for it. Logomesia. <laughs> yeah, that grosses me out. Word aversion or logomesia if words bother you. Like mucus. Yeah. Mucus is one of the words that people hate. Literally none of these bother me. Really? I promise you that none of these will bother me. Seriously. Word does not bother. Not like the reactions I'll get out of both of you. I have, like, for me, I would choose a different word than some of these that I'm thinking you're probably going to use. Pulp is one of the words that bothers people. It made it on the list of most offensive words. I'm more offended by pulp itself. Even though the smell and taste of a fruit's pulp are very appealing to most people, there's another repelling aspect. Touch. I don't have a problem with pulp at all. Its texture is crawling down my elbow as I speak. 
one person what? said. Are you sure that's pulp and not a mm, caterpillar? Pulp. And then curd. That's a weird word. Like, it's taken me a long time to get used to cheese curds. Yeah, that's the only one it's okay with. Because, cheese curds. But, like, you know, I think of cottage cheese curds, Ugh. but I, the actual good deep fried things, I was like, what do you mean? It's a cheese curd. That doesn't sound good. Right. Which is funny because curd is fine, but curdle instantly is like. <laughs> no. For Ow. me, like when people talk about lemon curd and, oh, I love lemon curd and this and that, I was like, no, it sounds. I've never been able to figure out what that even is. It sounds too much like turd. <laughs> <laughs> Slurp. Oh, that's not bad. Slurp. Uh, see, and then you had to make the dang noise and <laughs> so really drive it. it home. Maybe it's not even the word. It's just the instant you know, thing. It's, it is. It's its cringiness due to its association with the literal sound of someone slurping like she just did. <laughs> so in case you didn't know, it's like when we mention a cat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Now you're... Oh, I have to meow. Well, you usually oh, sorry. do. Meow. Okay. The next one, words that people hate, smear. I don't like it. You know where I think it's weird is when someone says a schmear. Well, that's different. But it's not. It's still a smear. A schmear. You're still sliping it over somewhere, but I don't like a, a schmear of cream cheese. That's yeah. weird. To but me. is it only, I think you only schmear cream cheese, I but think you so. smear a lot of other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Could I get a schmear of spaghetti sauce on the side? <laughs> no, that doesn't work. A smear of gravy on this chicken? No, I don't think it works. Well, no, because it has to be slathered with a knife. Okay, then phlegm is next. Oh, no, I don't like that. People don't love phlegm. People don't like squelch. Ah, that doesn't bother me. What? Squelch. This is just ridiculous. There's people who are oversensitive. Like, when, you know, you say the word fart. How dare you? Fart. I hate that word. They do. Panties. Panties. Fart. (laughs) Voice. <laughs> and he's putting all three of those together and really is. messing up my life. Fart panty moist. <laughs> oh, come on, bro. <laughs> then there's squirt. People hate the word squirt. No. There was a soft drink called that. I love it. I think you can still get squirt. And none of these words have bothered you yet. No, not there's no words that bother me. Squid. Nah. Squid is next. We're up to the top four most offensive words now. Squid. Then creamy. <laughs> That's just funny. Does creamy bother you? No. It kind of bothers it's me. It's in my coffee. Ointment. <laughs> <laughs> so greasy. And it's a fly in mine. They say that one's gross because of, you know, what it, what it makes you think about. Putting ointment on a rash area. Yeah, but what if what if it was like if chocolate cake wasn't called chocolate cake, it was called ointment? Would you still have the same reaction? I, no, because I think almost all of these words, you get a visual of what it is. And that's why it bothers you. Would I still put it on a burn? Chocolate cake, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the number one word that bothers people, I bet you could guess it. He's already said it, hasn't he? Uh, oh, yeah, he said it a lot. Moist. <laughs> Moist. I don't like the word vomit. Oh, dude, I hate that word. See, look, I don't hate the words. But if you started vomiting, I, I might have a problem. <laughs> but if I'm sitting here and I'm talking about, yeah, the other day, you know, my dog vomited all over. Let's move on. <laughs> Does that, it doesn't bother you to think about? No. Hey, when I was out, did y'all talk about the other thing that doesn't bother you about finding a hair in your food? Did we find talk about that? No. I don't think so. Yeah, because was it one in three people 
would go ahead and eat their food. If you're at a restaurant and you're sitting there eating and you find a hair in your food, are you going to A, make a ruckus and send it back, or two, take the hair out, keep eating? If it's in like the food that's on the plate and I can kind of push that little segment to the side, I think I'm probably going to keep eating. But if it's in my sandwich, then no, I'm sending it back. You can't just take it out of the sandwich? No. I don't care. How much could be on a hair? I ate a salad that had a moth in it one time. (laughs) Now at home, all bets are off. Yeah, because that's familiar. That hair belongs to somebody in my house and it's just going to... Yeah. That's, that's like, have you ever had a beard hair fall out into your I have beard hair in my cooking? mouth all the time. No, fall into the food you're cooking, though. Oh, yeah. Or nine times out of ten, actually. Hey, mental note. Mental note. When he brings in anything to eat, it's got beard hair. In. <laughs> well, beard hair. the other thing is I have, you know, a dog that sheds aggressively, so there's always dog into your hair. your food? It's everywhere. Shed happens. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. Now... A hair or like that. I don't know why a hair doesn't bother me, but like a fingernail would freak me out or a Band-Aid. A scab. <laughs> I couldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell if it was a scab. Nah, you wouldn't. If you're eating fettuccine Alfredo and it was it's just a big piece top. of Parmesan, it's yeah, fine. No, it's just spices. No, it's red. It's herbs and spices. Yeah. No, hair doesn't, doesn't bother me because I don't even see them. You know, in my my advanced state of blindness, anyway. I don't see him, but my daughter will find a hair from across the table. She's amazing at that. And for a while there, everywhere we went, she was pulling hairs out. And I was like, you don't, you didn't find a hair. You don't have anything. That's not a hair. That's uh, nothing. Sometimes there are things, food particles that look like hair mm-hmm. and they're not. Food hair. <laughs> well, the food was hairy. Yeah, that's what we call it. You know what I mean? It's like a woolly mammoth. Have you ever found anything like what a, a lawsuit would stem from? Like, you know, an entire mouse or uh, no. a piece of metal? Or I ha- Yeah, I've had that. I had a bolt in a, in a, like a Mexican thing one time. And then I had a fly in a salad at the old Daryl's, not the one here, but the old Daryl's on Hillsborough Street in Raleigh, which was one of my favorite places. Mm-hmm. And the dude brought the salad and I was getting ready to go to town on it, and there's clearly a fly. He's dead, but he's sitting right there on top. And I call the guy back over. I say, hey, man, check this out. There's a fly in there. And he, like, got mad at me, it seemed like. He's like, oh, God, give me that. (laughs) (laughs) It's your fault. It's probably the third fly that day. Yeah, everyone's (laughs) smuggling flies in there. (laughs) But I'll tell you one that'll freak you out. I went way, way out in Halifax County one time, there was this little like roadside hot dog hamburger place and it was way, way, way out of the way. Got all the way out there starving. So got a cheeseburger and a milkshake. This is back before I decided I'm not going to pretend to like ice cream. Okay. You know, back before I gave up the charade. <laughs> and so I got a chocolate milkshake, had the burger, drinking the chocolate milkshake. And you know, you get down to a point in the milkshake where you take the top off and you shake it around because you're about to drink it without the straw, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I take the top off and I look down in there. There wasn't one hair. There was a whole family of little hairs in the bottom of my milkshake. What? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, man. And I don't know what was going on in there. That seems almost like it was put in there on purpose or something. That maybe was so. in the cup, maybe? Yeah, I'd a like to think. A hairy cup? It was a hairy cup. I'd like to think it wasn't put in there on purpose. Oh. I try to be nice. <laughs> oh, it's a hairy yeah. cup. Yeah, that's kind of. I don't gross. think I've ever done anything to any restaurant or anywhere that I've ever been where I feel like I would got like on purpose someone would uh-uh. sabotage and, me. And I don't. You know, remember that documentary Waiting 
that was supposed to be about like um, showing you behind the scenes gross stuff that happens in restaurants no, I don't, and, I don't know and that, that people will do. And I was like, I never want to watch that. I do not want to know. I'm just going to eat this food. <laughs> well, there was a guy on one of the hidden camera shows who was doing gross things to the food. And it, it was presented in such a way where you think, oh, he's doing this all the time. If he gets mad, he's he's putting boogers on the food all the time. Well, he got caught, got fired. I can't remember if he was arrested or not, but then they interviewed him. Mm-hmm. He came out later after he had put boogers in the food, and he was like, I have never done anything like that before. I've always done my job. I love my job. It was just the worst day I've ever had, and these people kept pushing on me. They kept sending stuff back, and I know I shouldn't have done it, but I snapped, and I did it, and there's, you know, I can't take it back. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You can't. You can't do that. No, you just. Hey, y'all want to get some phone calls? If you ever want to be part of our podcast or if you ever want to make a request on the Simon line, call 336-373-0987 and get in on it. Let's see what's going on here. This is Maddie's favorite part of the podcast when Mm -hmm. we play calls. Hey, Simon. The best way to guarantee never to get a date with a woman again in a restaurant is to hit on the waitress. (laughs) I haven't done it. I've seen others. It's a buzzkill. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, Simon. Yeah, we had that thing about um, if a man licks the plate at a restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to get a second date. And I, 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 I want to thank Captain Obvious for calling in with that one. That was... Leave him alone. He made the effort. <laughs> and I, I'm still shocked that Charlie thinks it's such a weird idea to lick your plate. I've never licked a plate. You've You're never lying. had a good meal. No. I'm telling you, man. I mean, I'll sop it up with a with a piece of bread or something, but I swear on my life, I've never licked a plate. I'm currently not eating bread, so I have to lick the plate. Oh no, it's it's gonna. Oh, if no it's that options. good, you get some bread. No options. And and I found this awesome uh, cauliflower bread at Green Valley Grill. Yeah. And I was telling my sister about it, and she goes, Haha, "Yeah, well, what they do with that cauliflower bread is they pack it full of flour. So good luck with that." <laughs> but I it was good. It's, it's usually egg. The message moved. Here comes another call. To save the message, uh, press one. Wow. To move. Message Don't worry moved. about that one. <laughs> hey, Simon. I'm not the pronunciation police, but Charlie didn't get the memo. It's a pronounced sentence. 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 <laughs> sentence. Sentence. What's he trying to say? To save the message, press one. Message moved. See, when you when we do the keyword, we have the thousand dollar keyword contest going on with our cash cow, and Charlie loves it when I use those words in a sentence. Well, what? But how am I saying it wrong? Could you please use that in a sentence? Yeah. Well, he's he he'll show up some more here. He'll tell you some more. Oh, great! I can't wait. Hello, Simon. I just heard your comments about playing a flute to draw a snake in. I think what you need to know and understand is that snakes don't have auditory canals or nerves. They don't hear. Told you. A snake listens and hears things with its tongue. Yep. The only reason those things work in those movies and those events is that they follow the wavering of the flute. Yep. It's the motion, not the sound. Told you. So your idea would not be effective. Yep. Although I can understand why people might think it would work, but it's not like a Pied Piper drawing rats. Just for your information, sir. How about that accent? To save the message, yeah. press one. No. 
Your leader yeah. message saved. So, I don't know. So wait, did St. Patrick lure the snakes out of Ireland by wiggling his flute around? Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> hey, I'm wiggling my flute. Look at this. Look at this, everybody. Hey, Simon, I want a song request. Can y'all play Home Sweet Home Molly Crew? Yeah, man. Come on. To save the message. There's all kind of stuff. Message skip. Wow. Hey, Simon. Maddie got it right again. Sentence. Very good. I am proud of y'all. <laughs> this was when you were on vacation the other day. Oh, he so was calling. Maddie Message says moved. it correctly. He can't say peanut, but he can say <laughs> sentence. That's Sen- true. Sentence. Peanut. Can you use peanut in a sentence? Hey, Mr. Peanut, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, Simon, I just heard y'all pronounce sentence correctly. I am so proud of you, you guys. So proud. Listen to him. Well, was it me, though? Sentence. No. Very good. I have never heard that guy have a smile in his voice ever. He only calls to talk about how ugly you are, how stupid I am. Yeah. And, and, how I, and to correct my grammar. Yeah, don't worry. He'll come back around on me, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> message moved. Hey, Simon. Yeah. You need to ask Maddie to look up chiggers. Down here in the south, we got these bug bites. They look like mosquito bites, but they're anything but. Hey, love you guys' show. Y'all take care. Oh, yeah, my foot's finally stopped itching. Yeah, that's when you were in here complaining with your feet up on the counter, scratching and thinking you'd been bitten by a radioactive spider and then tried to climb the wall. I actually thought it was a radioactive <laughs> mosquito, and that would be an awful superpower because I'd just be sucking blood. <laughs> and those but are called vampires. Maybe you could fly, oh, though. Yeah, I guess you're right. If you could fly. But would I, I, do you think I would make an annoying noise the entire time? Oh, good guy. Can you imagine that buzzing, whining? Hey, guys. <laughs> okay, you talked me into moved. it. Hey, Charlie. Yeah? Sentence. Google it. The lady will... Oh, uh, he broke up there. Sorry. Sorry. You didn't get to hear the... Message moved. Hey, Simon. Uh... Taste your cure for those hiccups, a spoonful of peanut butter. Eat it as fast as you can. You ever heard that one? Peanut butter for hiccups? I have not. Message moved. I haven't either. There's a new invention out that's, and what was the name of it? It was some kind of. It's something dumb, but it was like a a funny straw. Yeah, but it had had a weird name. It was like the suction and swallow straw or something. Yeah. (laughs) And it's supposed to be an instant cure for hiccups. Right, but it sounds horrible. Hey. Would you rather have the... My cure always works. I've only, like, in, since I learned it in my late 20s, I've only, like, maybe once not had it work. It's a shot of lime juice. Just straight lime juice? Yeah, and you don't have to drink it upside down, and you don't have to do it weird or anything. It's just, it's so sour that it, mm. like, kind of throws off your... Is it Rose's lime juice, like, from the bar? Pretty much, yeah. Because huh. usually when I have hiccups... <laughs> At a bar. What are you doing? Looking up the straw? Yeah, this one just calls it the Hickaway. Hickaway? <laughs> that sounds like a camp. camp. Welcome to gonna Camp go, Hickaway. And then we're going to go dance. We have a big dance number at the end of the year. Yeah, don't don't uh, don't go out after dark. The counselors get a little rowdy at <laughs> Camp Hickaway. Hickaway. All right. Hey, Charlie. Sentence. Not sentence. Sentence. Google it. The lady will tell you how to pronounce it. She's a it. computer. She will say it for you. Sentence. Sentence. <laughs> Sentence. Oh, wow. Sentence. <laughs> Message moved. Look, everybody's got to have something. Hey, Simon. 
little bit of trivia history for you. You were talking about Terry Shanley's ashes. Charles Bronson, when his wife, Jill Ireland, passed away, he had her ashes put into a cane, and he carried the cane with him everywhere he went. Wow. Have a good day. Isn't that wild? Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. Who's who had his ashes? Who had Gary Shandling's ashes and they got stolen? Kevin Nealon. That's Ke- what it was. Kevin Nealon had a little urn on a chain, like a little um, locket uh-huh. full of Gary Shandling's ashes. Oh. And his house was broken into, and they stole a couple of watches and Gary Shandling. But then about Kevin Nealon saying that Gary Shandling would find that absolutely amazing and yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because he was going to call pawn shops and say, "Hey, have you seen my watches? And do you have Gary Shandling?" <laughs> But if if you were to, like, I'm I'm worried about that. I'm glad that Charles Bronson was able to keep up with that cane, but I leave stuff everywhere. If I was to put somebody's ashes in a cane, I'd have to get a bunch of those made because I'd be leaving them around places. And I imagine that it's like a beautiful, like, you know, steel-tipped cane and ornate, yeah. and then someone's going to want to walk off with that. Yeah. It's got his wife in there. <laughs> Do you have my wife in a cane? And we were talking about those busts, those 3D printed busts of your image. Like, you know, when, let's say when I pass away next week or the week after. I don't have that much room on my mantle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You send them two or three pictures of me and the bag of ashes, the freezer bag of ashes that you've got there. Enormous trash bag, lawn bag. Yeah, sure. That's just the head. Oh, just the head. (laughs) And then you dump those ashes into my 3D printed bust. And then it's like you've got me around in more ways than one. You can look look at me. Can somebody move that thing? It's blocking the TV. Do you know how many times I would walk into a room like at night or just not paying attention and I would be, ah, because <laughs> there he'd be. Oh, and I still want it to have a push button where I can tell you things. Like, yeah, it has to say things or it's yeah. not going to be exactly, it's, it's not going to be right. Let me tell you about the three stooges. You're doing good, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the smartest thing you said all day, bruh. Caca, caca. Up your ass, bruh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a neat idea, isn't it? No, no. I think it's terrible. I like. I look. I I have lots of loved ones. I like, for instance, my parents. I love my parents to death. When they pass, I do not want their heads on my mantle. Well, it's, it's not their it's, literal heads, but it's too close to like mounting an animal head. It's almost like a trophy. Like, yeah. <laughs> How long before that? Because that's what somebody said what, about their actual head. Yeah, you know, like taxidermy and stuff. No, I mean, I'm sure creepy people have really done that, but no. Oh, God. And I don't care how much you love me. Please don't don't make me a stuffed animal. Look, if I'm gone and you happen to find something really cool to do with my skull, then... (laughs) Then maybe, but it's drink like, mead out of it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess you could put turn me into a candle holder or a candy dish. I guess that would be weird. I mean, turn it upside down and you could fill it with candy. Wait, you have to plug down. the holes though. No, you you'd have to top cut the top off. No, we're not cutting the top of your head off. Wait, it's, it's fine. It's I'm just sit you upside so you down. Cut the top off and then I'm a candy dish. You put Werther's and ribbon candy in there for but the kids. But this is this is your it's real taxidermied head, though. No, yes. I'm talking no. about just my skull because I think that would you couldn't leave the skin on. Uh, well, this got real dark. Yeah, it's kind of gross, bro. <laughs> you know, I almost had my my old dog Elvis taxidermied because he only ever laid around anyway. Uh. We talked about that, but it's like. There's that line. I don't know, man. Like it doesn't feel right. I don't know why. That taxidermy stuff. It's one thing if you walk into an out like a for me if I walk into like Bass Pro Shops and there's you know things 
taxidermied on the... Well, I didn't know them while they were alive. Oh, that is different, isn't it? Yeah. Those make me sad, though. Like when you see the fox and it's it's in mid-pounce or whatever and it's frozen that way. I like to think that's exactly the moment. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what else makes me sad? What? I'm never going to eat octopus again. Why? No calamari? Because they're so smart. Not squid. Uh, Yeah, because they're so smart. And there was a picture of one doing a painting today. Oh, I saw that. And I was like, oh my God, this thing is so smart. They can take a top off a jar and get in it and then put the top back on the jar. And I'm eating them at a sushi restaurant. It's not fair. I'm not going to do it it anymore. Is it smart that he just plopped his tentacles into some paint and then plopped his tentacles over here and there happened to be some paper? Yeah, I'd like to see you do it. Well, yeah, yeah, let's see your tentacles. Let's let's (laughs) go. No. Well, I went to the sushi place and they had this amazing menu. And so I ordered the baby octopus and it was so cute in the little nori with the little rice. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't be eating this. But I did. But that's I the always, last one. You know how um, when you get calamari and there's the little ones that look like a little squid? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those I don't like those. Oh, I, I can eat the rings with I, the little squids. Oh, that's one of my favorite. Yeah, parts. I love the legs. They're so I know, crunchy. They're crispy. But I'll, I'll eat a squid all day. You know, because, you know, squids have been scientifically proven in tests to be dumber than... Yeah, is that it? (laughs) Have y'all seen the preview for the Sopranos thing? No. What? No. What? The new movie? You haven't seen it? Uh Uh-uh. His kid looks exactly like him, and Ray Liotta is in it, and it's like 1967, and Tony Soprano is just a kid, just like a little kid. Is it a show or a movie? It's a movie. Okay. The Many Saints of Newark is what it's called. And there's a guy in it who, you know, they don't say his name in the preview, but he's his uncle. And he's introducing him to the mob and getting him jobs and stuff. And Ray Liotta apparently is like the mob boss in the movie. And he's telling this uncle to keep your nephew away from the family business and stuff. So there's going to be some kind of blow up there. But I wonder if the uncle is Uncle Junior. That's from, what I was wondering. From the June. show. It's got to be Uncle June. Yeah, it has to be. And so it's Gandolfini's son, his real son actually playing his part. And oh my God, if it looks like, you remember that movie, the Jimmy Hoffa movie where they made people younger with computers? Yeah. Yeah. This looks like James Gandolfini, just younger. It, wow. it blows my mind. And he sounds like him, looks like him. They were supposed to be doing that with uh, our, bowl, uh, our boy uh, Grandpa Indiana Jones. They are? I thought that they had said that there's parts of it they're going to de-age him, which will be oh, interesting. Well, be, that's computer, though. That's not his son. Yeah. No, I know, but I'm saying like they're doing that more and more, so I think it's Neat. interesting if they start bringing in people's kids for for roles. Well, no, I think that's awesome. Like they did in um, Straight Outta Compton, where Ice Cube's son yeah. played him and looked, and you know, I mean, it was like- Just like him. I oh, mean, yeah. no other actor could have done it that closely because it was his son. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see that. And you've still never watched The Sopranos all the no. way through, right? I don't know that I've ever even seen a whole episode. It was on HBO. I was too poor. That makes me sad. Well, there's no excuse not to watch it now. Watch the first episode, and if, uh, you, if you're not blown away by it- I mean, it, I'll put it on the list. Come on, man. What else is on the list that's better than that? Oh, so many things are on the list. Like what? Uh, you know, I do need to go back and start One Tree Hill again. And- <laughs> oh, my God. No. They're, no. They're, look, they're about the same. Do do Sopranos before you do One Tree Hill. <laughs> you don't do anything I ask you to do ever.
there's a thing out, an interview with Sammy Hagar talking about the difference between him and David Lee Roth. Did y'all see that? Um, I think it's pretty obvious. Oh, my God. So many things. It's brutal. Let me see if I can find one, it. One makes intelligible sentences, and the other one goes, Sammy says, Dave is a real character. He's a showman. He's all show. I enjoy him. But you talk about cringing. I can't imagine how he feels when he looks at some of those old videos. The way he was dancing and moving and the way he was singing live sometimes. I don't know how he feels about all that, but I don't think he cares. The difference between him and me, I sincerely care. I care about everything I do and I care how it affects people and I care what they think. I care if it touches them and makes them happy. I have no idea who that guy is. I don't (laughs) think anyone does, but he entertains me. I enjoy watching him do stupid S. <laughs> I think that's great? part of the thing. I mean, but I think he's totally right. I think part of David Lee Roth's persona was just that he did not care. He wasn't worried. He thought he was cool. He did not care how he looked or even how he sounded sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when Dave left and when Sammy came in, everybody was like, what? You can't replace him. That's not Van Halen. And then Sammy, you know, they had more hits with Sammy than they ever did with Dave. It was huge. They did. It is really interesting when you look at the two, I, I still say just the two Van Halens because we don't need to worry don't about Don't worry about Gary. Yeah, poor Gary. Poor Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary. But yeah, I, you know, I think that's interesting that it, they are very different. I mean, it's not like they brought in Sammy to be like replacement Dave. It's like, no, this is well, new then, sound. When yeah. Dave talks about it, he slammed Sammy for being so lovey-dovey with his songwriting and being so sappy. He was like, you know, listen to my songs. Ain't yeah. talking about love. Jump. And then look at Sammy's. How do I know when it's love? Sure, yeah. Sammy's more of a power ballad and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, mushy-gushy kind of guy. But they're prob- they were also at different points in their lives. He also says, Sammy also says, when we did our tour together. Y'all remember that tour they did? Yeah, the Sammy Sam and Dave, Dave tour? Yeah. Oh, my God. The undisputed heavyweight champs of rock and roll, song for song. He said, when we did our tour together, I thought it was going to be so much fun. I thought, if he's anything like he claims to be, we're going to have a good time. But he wasn't. He was the worst guy to be around. (laughs) He wasn't ever around. He hides out. You never see him. He puts on this whole big front and comes out and says, I'm here. David Lee Roth is here. And then he goes and hides again. I don't think he's happy. He's never been married, never had a relationship, never had children. It's like, man, how do you live like that? He hasn't aged well. His voice. Wow. Ooh, yeah, ouch, man. Sam. Well, I tell you. You know, it's so funny because it started out like, you know, hey, we're different and he does this. It's like, all right, well, that's fine. But then it just went like right yeah. into. I'll go ahead and unload while I'm at this. Yeah. He's a loner, loser with no life. He smells funny. Bozy, bozy, <laughs> bop. He wears two different size shoes. He just hides out. Yeah, the ice cream man finally came by. Speaking of Van Halen, the ice cream man finally <laughs> came through my neighborhood, you guys. Did you catch yeah. him? And I heard it coming, and I recognized that off, slightly out of tune, little ding-a-ding-ding music. Oh, yeah, so that's when you go run and grab your quarters and run outside. Quarters? You ain't been wow. recently. My kid stopped one at her, at her mom's house and paid $4 for a SpongeBob. Yeah. The SpongeBob pops uh-huh. and it had been melted and refrozen. <gasps> That's the best. She oh, said no. she said chase down the ice cream man for 3 blocks, spent $4, got poop. <laughs> but I said, "Did you eat it?" She said, "Oh yeah. yeah Gum- it's all tasty. Gumball eyes and everything." So, I hear the ice cream man. 
I mute the TV and I jump up just in time to see him blow by my house at about 35 or 40 miles an hour. I, who, who's he playing the music for? If he's going to go and by so fast. you're actually in a neighborhood. Yeah. So he should be going a little slower. Yeah. Did I tell you when I went camping uh, a couple weeks ago, not only have I been seeing the ice cream man repeatedly in my neighborhood, the ice cream man boat pulled up to the shore oh, of Lake Jordan. Oh, how cool is that? We saw that's this cool. boat and we're like, that's the smallest sail I've ever seen somebody try to sail with. And turns out it's a sign that says ice cream. Dude has a sailboat and just beached it <laughs> and was selling, slinging ice cream off his boat. That was pretty smart. Was he the most popular guy in the whole area? Was he swamped? I think everyone was a little confused, and uh, obviously it's like a beach, so I don't know how many people actually had money. So it was like, I heard him tell you, like, cash app, Venmo. <laughs> like, smart. Yeah. That's very smart. Uh, another ice cream man incident that happened to me many years ago. You guys know I used to go to Miami and stay for extended periods of time with my friends. Mm-hmm. And one day we were standing out on the street, and we hear this loud music. It just happened to be Van Halen. Running with the devil. Yeah. <laughs> and so you look up, and here comes this long-haired ice cream man blasting Van Halen through the ice cream truck speakers. Nice. <laughs> and just blows right by us. No, no break, no slowing down, no nothing. But that's that's my best ice cream man memory. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when we realized the old, old Simon Van had those speakers? And if you pushed a button, it would play outside. Yes. And, and we would drive and sometimes forget that either, A, we were playing music or do it on purpose. Yes. Like, I could see that being the thing where he was like, well, yeah! One time, that external speaker button on the old van got broken. And it was just always on. That's and, not a bad thing. Well, it depends on where you are. Scaring, <laughs> scaring old ladies walking, playing the Commodores. It happened. <laughs> I think we're just about out of time for this edition. The mm-hmm. 75th Simon Says Podcast. We're so happy to do it. We hope we get to do a 76th. I don't know. Might as well. Let's Unless something it. changes overnight. <laughs> until they tell us to stop. So be sure you subscribe and like and share with your friends. Charlie, you've had time to think about it. Final thought. Could you use that in a sentence? (laughs) Do you hear what he's saying? I'd sentence. There it is. He'd be so happy. I bet you he don't even know what a podcast is. I don't want to think that hard about it. Come on, Dale. What about you? Uh, I'll be trying to think of more ways to use moist phlegm in my uh, normal day-to-day oh. vernacular. <laughs> you always bring it around and take it Hearts. too far. Too Bummer. far. We love you. Have an incredible fourth this Sunday. It's going to be great. Be safe. Light yeah. fuse and get away. Next time. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 